Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquel. This coming out of Miami Rivals, all 90 Miami football players are going to be offered $6,000 endorsement contracts in massive name, image, and likeness deal promoting American top team, the UFC, the MMA gym out of Coconut Creek and all of its training centers in South Florida. Name, image, and likeness has been fascinating so far, including De'Eric King, Miami's quarterback, who is on pace to make uh, a, a very solid chunk of change, $20,000, in fact, in endorsement deals here uh, annually based on what he has been able to put together early. Ken Levick alive on ESPN 106.3. Let's get into some sports law and some sports agent work. And the man to do that is our insider in both areas. He's my good friend, Pat Lawler of Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. Uh, make sure if you have a personal injury issue, uh, you want to get someone you can trust. You want to get someone who's going to work for you. You want to get someone who knows what they're doing. And yeah, we're talking about decades of experience at Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys get your free consultation figure out what you want and get to know pat lawler and everybody at lawler and associates personal injury attorneys he's there for you and you can trust him that's lawler and associates personal injury attorneys go to wanttolawyerup.com wanttolawyerup.com and pat joins us here on a tuesday on espn 106.3 pat first of all how was the long weekend for you relaxing good Good. Good to hear. That's, uh, I think that's probably the best way to, uh, to experience a long 4th of July weekend. I know that when we were talking this morning, you had some concern, and I really have been leaning on you with this name, image, and likeness. One, because I'm mind-numbingly dopey, and two, you're very smart. So I want to make sure that I have all my ducks in a row here because I do live in this college football and college athletics world. Um, you, you have concerns, though, over what appear to be some outsiders from states who haven't legalized this trying to come in and poach some of the action. What's happening here? Well, it's a little of both, Ken. It's, it's uh, both inside and outside. Um, the Florida statute, which is guiding everything right now, is pretty broad. Um, and compared to other states, which I've done an analysis of. But the key thing is you're going to have, uh, remember in, in the old agents for NFL and stuff, you had runner as well. This NIL opens the door. It still mandates that you have to be an athlete agent registered in the state of Florida or an attorney uh, as a member of the Florida Bar. Well, right. I guarantee you there's deals going down right now where none of that's involved. And if the state or the schools don't get very aggressive against these people, it's going to get out of hand. And it already is starting to. What, um, what sort of things in that scenario would you be concerned about? Well, I was concerned just what you said was an American top team where you're giving six grand to everybody, and every student athlete has the ability to hire somebody to represent them on that. Um, I have no problem with this, uh, somebody paying them $6,000. It comes down to what the market value is, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the players dictate. That's also very difficult to define. The other thing is uh, the school monitoring who they're contracting with, how much they're getting, and then the big thing, Ken, which is going to hit the fan, is when people don't do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. They, kids don't get paid, or the kids don't do what they're supposed to do pursuant to the contract. 
So that, and then you're going to have all types of hell breaking loose. Yeah, and that that's one thing that uh, I was thinking about over the weekend. And again, I am all for these players making as much money as they can. I think it's great. I love it. But uh, that and things that are taxable, um, uh, a lot of these kids have never even thought about tax time or having to deal with any of that stuff. And I do wonder about the guidance. And I'm actually more concerned about, from a school level, making sure that all of these student-athletes are getting the proper guidance because there are – I'm with you. There's going to be sketchy characters who try and come in and take advantage and then try and nullify contracts. Um, it, it, it really sort of feels like the schools are going to have to be ultra-protective in this spot. Well, that's, that's where you get in trouble because these guys are independent, guys and gals are independent contractors. Mm-hmm. So the school has to keep a, a arm's length away from that so they're not labeled employees working on behalf of the university. Um, so therein lies that the statute does say they're supposed to have a minimum of five hours of financial literacy every first and third year, which has at, a, at a minimum, it needs to be a lot more than that. Um, I'm actually going to be speaking to the athletic department at FAU on Thursday about my concerns and how a university can address those issues head on. Interesting. And it's a huge undertaking. I I know that. Now, I I definitely think that in the instance of American Top Team, like they generally do things uh, that are uh, uh, above water and they're, they can be, they can be trusted. They're a major, major corporation. That said, again, you're going to have some of the, the a guy off the, the side street that it's going to make life difficult for a kid. And so that, that is something that I had not thought much about before NIL and something that uh, occurred to me though this weekend. So I certainly see where you're coming from with that. Cause it's very me. I know if I was a student athlete at age 18, it would be easy for me to get taken advantage of completely easy for me to get taken advantage of and be put in a tough spot. Uh, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys, Pat Lawler with us, our sports agent insider and our sports law insider. And again, wanttolawyerup.com. Want to lawyer up if you have a personal injury matter. Want to lawyer up for your free consultation. Uh, I started the show talking about Shakari Richardson and Reggie Bush. And Pat, I know rules are rules. I, I totally understand that. But Let's start with Reggie Bush, since we were talking NIL. Now that these uh, rules are in place in many states and uh, athletes can make money off their name, image, and likeness, uh, Reggie Bush, someone who, when he took benefits, allegedly, and his parents allegedly took benefits, none of that enhanced his performance on the field. None of that was a competitive advantage for USC. What should happen with him and his Heisman Trophy, and uh, what uh, what can happen to help push that fight forward? Well, I don't think he should get it back at all. I mean, Reggie Bush was such a egregious example of taking improper benefits. It wasn't on the basis of NIL, Ken. It was on the basis of getting money for him and his family, a house, a car, and the, the gross thing about it is after he got the money, I mean, I'm going a- uh, allegedly, mm-hmm. uh, he stiffed the agent and the runner who was uh, doing that. Uh, and I think California at that time didn't have a, federal, a, a, a criminal statute on improper benefits. So that's why they went to real sports and exposed Reggie for saying, okay, hey, listen, we gave you money that you really we shouldn't have and other stuff, but just pay us back and we're cool. And he said no, because he knew it was kind of like dirty money. And so now he's saying I should get my Heisman back and all that. It's, it's apples and oranges, Ken. NIL was not name, image, and likeness. It was taking benefits, and it did a benefit USC because it kept him there. It also did other things for the school. Uh, I don't agree. I mean, I don't agree at all that he should get it back. Uh, he was very egregious in what he did. 
and um, to give it back would be wrong. So when you have a, a, a Supreme Court ruling, a, a unanimous Supreme Court ruling that, that basically says what college athletics and what athletic departments and schools as a whole have been doing for decades is unconstitutional. They are just making money piggybacking off of student-athletes and their contributions. In no way, shape, or form do you think that that applies to Reggie Bush at all? Um, not in the basis of what he did. I remember there was a receiver there. Who said he couldn't? He he said he took some money from an agent. He couldn't even buy his own jersey. I mean, there's there's situations, yeah. I mean, where you look at it, but it, it I don't think it does apply, Ken. There, there, when you talk about the rules in place at the time, those same rules are in place now mm-hmm. in every state dealing with athlete agent and improper benefits. That's the difference: is that agents can now get in with student athletes day one when they start the uh, the representation at NIL. And they're going to be building a relationship with these student-athletes, particularly in football and, and basketball, to ultimately represent them in the draft, which is where the big money comes in. So, yeah, I mean, they're talking about putting that back in the extra benefits. These weren't extra benefits. These were just massive benefits paid not to the student-athletes, but to their families, to their friends, to shady characters, et cetera. Um, I want to just ask you from your personal experience, and you've represented many NFL athletes, including Tyron Matthew, when you have an elite player like Reggie Bush was, and you know, you're going to go through cycles every single year, but um, when is the time when agents start to reach out and start to make contact, and what is that time period like? Well, that's the unique thing, because schools have parameters, and when you can and when you can't, Nobody follows them. If you look at all the athlete agents, says you cannot directly or indirectly solicit or talk to players. And every player has spoken to an agent in that interim. So when to reach out for them, it's hard to say. I mean, some guys are reaching out when they're high-end players, when they're a, a freshman, even though they have huh. three years before they're eligible. Um, I think that rule of uh, indirect or direct is, is kind of ridiculous because nobody follows it. Right. Um, I, you know, I think where it comes down to is what are you doing for that, that player in the family to gain their trust? And, and that's also something that's another animal. That's why Ken NIL opens the door for all that. I'll give you an example. Uh, prior at, at uh, Penn State, uh-huh. when he came out with the Gucci and tattoos. Yeah. And, I mean, any, anybody on campus could say, you know, unfortunately, I don't think the kid has the resources to get those things. So somebody must be helping him. Now you can't question that. Somebody's got a new watch, a new earring, a new necklace. With NIL, they got funds coming in. And whether it's from NIL, Ken, or it's coming from benefits from an agent to carry their favor to get them in the draft in the years to come. Um, I do, like, this is sort of a a dark place that I'm going to bring you into on this. But the fact that NIL exists, and like you said, um, it's a little bit loose. And there are going to be a lot of places where questions can't be asked any longer about how benefits have been acquired does that make it more appealing to some athletes, especially in basketball, to go to college and uh, reap some of those benefits and not necessarily leap immediately to the NBA? Is there more incentive to play college athletics? And I think this applies more to basketball than there would be previously. I don't think it would apply to the high-end players, the, the uh, lottery players, maybe the second-round guys or guys. You see a lot of guys going back now to their team. Yeah. I think those guys are, they'll come out and they could make a good amount of money uh, in NIL without having to go play in Europe or the G League uh, and try and increase their value to become a lottery pick. But I think the lottery picks 
no, this won't really have anything uh, to do with them staying. They make too much money coming out uh, in that in that capacity as a lottery pick. Pat Lawler, Law & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Again, wanttolawyerup.com for your free consultation. Any personal injury matter, Pat's got your back. Wanttolawyerup.com, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. One more. I know I mentioned her name, Shakari Richardson. Uh, me personally, as a fan, it sucks. I, I hate the fact that she's not going to be racing the 100 meters in Tokyo. Um, uh, I, I know that uh, it's easy to say rules are rules. She messed up. She shouldn't have smoked weed. But also, common sense tells you that marijuana being a banned substance is silly. I mean, it's absolutely ludicrous, and there's nothing performance-enhancing about it. Moving forward, do you think that that rule will ever be taken off the books, or is that something that, because of a stigma internationally about marijuana, that it's going to keep screwing athletes like Shakari Richardson? I think I, I agree with you, Ken. I think it's a joke. I think it's a preposterous joke that any major sport has that on their banned list, first of all. Uh, I mean, multiple states have legalized it. Right, 19 states one, in this number, country. Yeah. And number and number two is the fact that it comes down to the United States anti-doping. You're going to have to take it off. They need to take the step. Uh, you know, I hate to say this, but yeah, I went to school in the 80s, you know, and everybody was smoking weed mm-hmm. back then. And, and the see, people are in charge now. I'm sure they smoked weed. Yeah, right. So give me a break. Yeah. Give me and, a break. And, I mean, hypocrisy and bias. And you're right. Like, this is a U.S. thing. This is a USADA thing. This is not a worldwide ruling. Like, yeah, it's banned, but it's the, the USADA that's making the decision to disqualify the qualifying time. Like, they could lift that and put her into the Olympics and she's met all their parameters, but they're not going to do it. And that's what's frustrating about this is that this is stateside. This has nothing to do with any other international ruling body. This could have been resolved here and they refused to do it. And I feel badly for her um, and I hope that then she races in the 4 by 100 and absolutely dominates. Pat, this was really, really, really insightful, good stuff. I appreciate it. And it's probably one of about 50,000 NIL discussions we're going to have over the next like 12 13 weeks so uh uh by the way seven weeks away from fau going to florida to start the college football season how about that can't wait yes the sir ultimate words of, of bart scott <laughs> <laughs> uh, who you can hear after us on espn 106.3 by the way oh. pat awesome stuff appreciate you and uh, we'll talk next tuesday okay I can't think. All right, Lawler and Associates. That's Pat Lawler, our sports agent insider, our sports law insider. He has represented some of the biggest names in the NFL, and he is in the thick of it right now with name, image, and likeness. That's why it's good to have smart people on the show, because I'm just a dummy. Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys, and you need smart people. When you go through a personal injury matter, it's confusing, it's overwhelming, it's scary, whether it's uh, a a car accident, whether it is a boat accident, a motorcycle accident, a slip and fall. There's a lot that needs to be addressed, because everybody's trying to cover themselves. That's where you need someone to fight through all of that and get you what's yours, what you deserve, and that's Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. Go to wanttolawyerup.com for your free consultation, wanttolawyerup.com. What was the coolest moment of the week? Well, it's pretty gnarly, kind of gross, but also in the same vein, really awesome. What is it? We'll tell you next. It's Joe Rigotti. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.